Hey everybody, good morning. It is Tuesday morning. Um, you know what? I gotta think. I don't even know what the date is. I think it is April 23rd. How about that? April just flew by. I felt like Easter was the holiday that actually never was. Uh, my kids and I took Easter break and we went to New York City this year and that was kind of fun and kind of not interesting having teenagers but we did that like two weeks ago and that was their spring vacation I guess you don't call it Easter break anymore um not so PC so anyway I'm just sitting here and um I'm really excited to be doing my first podcast I am a cosmetic tattoo artist I have been one for over 16 years I also train um we have an academy here in Northern California and Texas and and um you know, just have tons to talk about. I, you know, things have really changed over the last few years. And all of a sudden we have these amazing platforms to, um, to speak from. And, uh, I have, um, YouTube channel coming out, Michelle Savacci, uh, go ahead, check that out. And, um, hopefully I just bring some information to the scene that people haven't uh, heard before or maybe they hear it in a different way and um, I like to think of myself as I do kind of say it like it is um, got nothing to hide I, uh, I've, I've seen a lot um, as a you know a lot of people have in this industry I think you know cosmetic tattoo really in Northern America it's been kind of on the scene for about 30 years now and I, um, I really appreciate the opportunities that I've had with artists uh, that have been around a while and I really learned from them and there's a whole new wave uh, that's been on the scene for a few years now the microbladers um, and uh, I affectionately joke uh, as being you know the carbon scratchers of the industry so just kidding obviously um, yeah microblading cause uh, you know machine work it's all beautiful it all has its place and um, you know of course with you know the appropriate skin tone um, you can make yourself one beautiful brow so you know my podcast is gonna be mostly about client interactions um, my YouTube channel is more about you know being an artist and like tips and tricks and stuff and I thought that this would just be a really awesome venue to talk about my daily um, interactions with clients and how I handle them. Um, I work with a lot of great artists that I'll be um, including on the podcast in the future. Um, Katie Bug uh, is one of my artists uh, in Walnut Creek and she's she's fabulous microblader and you know we just sit around we have we're really fortunate to have this um, situation where we work together blinks and brows here uh, in Northern California and you know we're just all doing our thing we we all work together and we have our separate spaces but then we have the opportunity to come together and talk about our clients and it's an awesome support network and I definitely if you have an opportunity to find a similar place to work I would highly encourage it um, you know there just are not enough apprentice programs out there and just like the body industry this is you know apprentice programs with mentorship that's really how this art needs to be taught and um, I'm pretty vocal about that. I have uh, a location in Fort Worth, Texas and here in Northern California we have several and you know what we just keep it simple. We rent stations and we all um, you know collaborate together and it's a fun team and um, hopefully there'll be more like that in, in the future. I see people uh, 
having similar situations all over the nation. It's really exciting. I, I'm, I'm really tired of people taking classes and then not receiving any support. It just kills it, you know? You um, start off with this amazing dream of wanting to be a, you know, cosmetic tattoo artist. Okay, hey, we're we're just learning this whole podcast process, and um, so somebody called in on my phone. I'm just talking from my phone. I'm in my bathroom. I'm putting my makeup on, and I figure, you know what? Why not kill two birds with one stone? Um, so anyway, uh, starting the second recording, and you know, basically this podcast is about client interactions, and I answer the one eight hundred number for blinks and brows, and I talk to people all day long um, in between my clients, and you know, I've been a sales girl. I worked in the insurance industry, you know, client service, customer relations—that's my jam, and you know, it ends up about 99% of the time, a wonderfully positive experience. But, you know, I got to say, I've had some real high-level training, and that's kind of on this podcast. I want to share that with you. I'm certainly not the guru. It's not, I don't have all the answers. But I'm a pretty calm um, individual, and I do think that because of the way I handle clients, it usually ends up in a positive way. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully we'll be able to open this uh, venue up and have other conversations with artists and listen to how they are successful with their client relationships as well. I think that client relationships or client interaction, as soon as you get your, you know, certificate and you're ready to go and hopefully you've had proper fundamental training and you hit this, you beat the street and, uh, you know, you're ready to start microblading to my brows. One of the number one thing that's going to chase you out of the industry is client interactions. You have that one client that's going to blow the fuck up on you and you're going to just lose it. And that's enough to, you know, have you head for the hills. Um, you know, when you're tattooing on someone's face, it's a pretty intense thing and you need to be solid, you know, no wavering. You have to be ready to stand there and be like, I know what I know. I've had proper training. I understand your concerns, but you know what? Let's move on from this and it's going to be a positive experience. And in a way you have to hold, um, you have to hold a vision for your client as well as, you know, know and feel confident in yourself and know you're right. Know that you, um, you know, learned proper uh, science and facts about what it is that you do and that you're, you know, you can carry this client through. What I always explain is as a, you know, this crazy process of cosmetic tattoo. So um, I'll just start off with this one story, you know, this interaction yesterday uh, with a client and, um, and I'll share that with you and take from it what you want. Leave what you don't. Totally cool. Won't hurt my feelings. Um, but I think there's something to be gained from it. And um, both with my interaction with Katie, one of my artists, and also with the client. So this client called. I guess I had seen her before. Actually been doing her touch-ups for about two years now. Not, not a fancy brow, just a little soft powdery tadpole brow. Um, that's what she wanted. That's what she voiced to me in the past. And apparently, as I was on vacation with my kids, which I rarely take vacations, um, but, you know, I finally managed to eke one out. So I'm gone for, you know, whatever, seven days. And um, she just couldn't wait. So this lady called, this client of mine from the past called, had to have her color boost. I guess she had an event coming up, but not like, you know, around the corner like she had a good month and a half until this event but she just wanted to get it done 
So I wasn't available, so then she just books with, you know, Katie, who is the next available technician, um, you know, at our salon. So she has Katie do her brows, and then, you know, the call that I received yesterday was how unhappy she was because the blading had disappeared, um, and that, you know, Katie just had to make it right. Or, or, or actually, you know what? She didn't even remember that it was Katie. It took me about five minutes on my phone to figure out who she actually had seen last. So I saw my name down there on the history and then, you know, scroll, scroll, scroll. I see that she had this color boost, one year color boost with Katie. And Katie is primarily a microblader, fabulous microblader. In fact, you know, I love learning things from her, um, you know, daily. So she's awesome. And so it, and it has nothing to do with Katie's work, my work. It was the, the problem was this lady has had several machine appointments with me and she's a woman of a certain age and she needed um, soft powder brows. You know, blading's just not gonna hold on her. She's a, a lighter skinned, older lady, probably taking a few medications. It's just her genetics, her, her, you know, her skin integrity is not where it should be to have the most beautiful blading done. So um, anyway, Katie, you know, when, when you, most of the time when you ask a client, would you write like soft powder or hair strokes, they're just always gonna say hair strokes. So you really have to take it another step. But so this lady was adamant that she wanted hair strokes. So okay, Katie gave her hair strokes. So apparently it faded so much. So again, the call I'm getting is that she's upset that it didn't, didn't take. Um, so I was irritated for like a couple, a couple things definitely plugged me in. You know, one was that she just couldn't wait for me, who has several years history with her now. She wasn't upset with me, wasn't unhappy about the job that I did. Um, you know, it was just she couldn't fucking wait for like four days. <laughs> And that really plugged me in because, you know, I feel like our relationships, like all we have, and we just, we don't want to be continually, you know, scrambling for new clients. I feel like you have a positive experience with your client, they should come back, right? But, you know, some of them just don't care. People just something more often than not, just really don't, you know, give a shit. So you got to let that roll like water off a duck's back, baby. Just let it roll. So, you know what? No big deal. But it did plug me in. Um, the second thing that irritated me was that, you know, she just assumed that that she was just going to get a certain, um, you know, look from just anybody. So if I wasn't available, then the next random person, she never met Katie before, that the next random person was just going to give her and be able to give her what she wanted. So, you know, I felt like there was just no appreciation for my individual art. There was no in appreciation for, and I, and I hammer, I educate my clients like upside down, inside out, sideways, every which way I can tell them about the pros and cons of every technique. So I don't have, you know, the crazy phone calls afterwards. Um, so I was irritated because she obviously has never listened to a word that I've said. And, or she's forgotten, which obviously, look, I forget a lot of stuff too. So I'm not, you know, I want to go off on that. But at the same time, I guess I was irritated that it was like, oh, Michelle's not available. Oh, next. And so, you know, that definitely plugged me in. I am so grateful that I work with, um, you know, other really good artists and that I feel so confident 
you know, to give Katie any of my clients. So it's not that. It was just that the client didn't appreciate anything about me. And I got to say, I was feeling a little butthurt about it. And um, anyway, the other thing was that the client's attitude when she was talking to me was just very much so like, and you're going to fix this. And, you know, I felt like there was no appreciation for the fact that, well, okay, I didn't do the service, so I'm not the one responsible to fix it or to, you know, complete this service with you. Obviously, we're going to take care of her. But it was the assumptive, it was the, um, it was the attitude that she had. And I had to chill, like I had to step back and just, and just realize that, you know, clients really don't know. And for us to get in our ego about it too, um, does not behoove um, us uh, or anyone. So often I always tell myself, you know, in most situations, let's just say in all situations, when you're, when you're duking it out with somebody in a dialogue, you know, and, and everybody's trying to figure out who's right, whatever, you know what, I, I think you can only have one main huge big ego in in most situations and you got to choose your battles and you know if it's not really gonna go against a fundamental belief of mine I like to stay open to possibly not knowing everything in the world no, I'm just kidding no but you know but that there's a solution that I'm not really aware of and I want people to be happy I mean we live in this world of Yelp and I want positive experiences being told about services with me Oh, and that's certainly going to yield me clients for years and years to come. So in general, I like to operate very positively. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't really get pushed into a corner ever with my clients. But I'm super generous with, with my little touchy-poos. And if a client wants a little touch-up or whatever, I'm more than happy to, um, you know, spend that extra time just to make sure everybody's happy. I just, I'm a happier person from it, really. So it's really all about me. Um, no, but I want that good word being spread about my business. Um, it just exponentially always comes back to me in a positive way. So uh, I did feel, though, that I needed to share with said client um, just a little something about, you know, what was going on and and maybe why she is ending up in this situation and frustrated too. And so I felt like I needed to educate her just a little bit about, you know, the differences between microblading and machine work. Again, the pros and the cons. Um, I think that's just something that I automatically always do. I'm always going over the positive, the negative. So and educating, educating, educating. From the minute the client walks through the door to the minute that they leave, um, I just feel like it's an opportunity to say things now so you don't have to say them later. And that just it saves me um, and, you know, creates peace of mind for me later when, you know, the appointment's over. So anyway, um, I did also want to share with her that, you know, every artist has a different style. Every artist has been trained in a different technique. And you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. No, not really. But I just, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, you know, don't assume that every artist is is the same. I don't think you get this in the body tattoo world or people just don't give a shit and they're going to go to a random tattoo shop and they're going to get a, who they feel is going to be a competent artist. But don't go to one artist who does um, a specialty design or a specialty technique and then just randomly go to another artist and think that that's, you know, 
that's that artist is going to be capable or that's their specialty as well. So um, I think that I was frustrated because clients really don't educate themselves. They just, you know, when they say microblading, most of the time they just, they're just asking for pretty eyebrows. They don't understand hair strokes. They don't understand soft powder. This is technology that we really know and have been, you know, we obsess, we're brow obsessed. I always joke. And, and so, um, but the rest of the world isn't, um, you know, and, you know, sometimes I can just overwhelm my business partner, even talking about eyebrows. And it's just like, ah, you know, it's not his thing. It's my thing. And I need to appreciate that. And, you know, just have to back up and explain exactly what is the thing that I want to be said or be known in, in the particular thing that we're working on. So, you know, we have to step back, we have to check ourselves. But I think it's okay to check the client in a nice way as well. It's the only way this industry is going to change. Um, but with a loving heart, and, you know, with positive attitude and, and with grace and, you know, like Elaine and Seinfeld said, some people have it, some people not so much. So, um, you know, I'm somewhere in the middle, but I, I do, uh, enjoy educating the client and, and always ending on a positive experience. Um, and I think there's a way to do that without being backed into a corner, saying what you need to say and, um, and just all ending on a positive note. So anyway, that's kind of it. And then of course, you know, I love dishing with Katie afterwards about the whole experience. And we always walk away with something we learn from it. Uh, There is, I don't feel like there's ever a situation now that I'm confronted with that I can't handle with a client, but it's taken me over 16 years. And and there are still often clients that I'm, I'm dripping sweat down my back because, you know, I'm, it's, it gets tricky. You know, you're tattooing someone's face, you're messing with someone's persona, their, their idea of themselves, and you're changing that. So it's an intense situation many times. And you got to be, you got to know your, your, your stuff. And it's important that you do. Um, But it's an also uh, even more important that you perceive that you do because some clients need to push you and feel your um your solidness in your craft until and then they will feel more comfortable so you can't sometimes be you know i get frustrated sometimes at students who are too apologetic oh i'm so sorry oh, i'm so sorry does this hurt oh but you know it's like hey you're in the you put yourself in the chair it's a tattoo on your face. You know, what do you, of course, I wouldn't explain this exactly this way into the client, but you know, I'm doing a good job here and and we're going to get through this together. And I think that when you, there's some tricks that you can do with people counting and, you know, always make a joke out of it. Hey, I got a big, big drawer of big girl panties here. Do you want me to grab you a pair? And, and uh, we're going to get this, you know, through this together and always make them laugh. I always try to, if possible, you know, make them giggle. It's going to be a better experience. So, um, Anyway, that's it. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you gained something from it. Um, like I said, it's primarily going to be focused on client interactions and, and how we handle them in the salon here in California and in Fort Worth, Texas. And as soon as I can learn how to dial in somebody, I'd love to hear uh, what other uh, people go through in their daily. I love hearing stories because, um, you know, if it's it's usually just a similar experience that I felt in my crazy with. And and it always is awesome to hear someone else's story and how they handled it and and also um, you know learn from the positives and the negatives and that makes us better technicians better artists um, better people so anyway thanks for dialing in or listening in and um, I sure hope to have you back uh, on the next one all right take care bye